Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the second book of Samuel, Shmuel Bet, with chapter 9, that's Parak Tet. Uh, we have just read of <coughs> David's, uh, David HaMelech's uh, exploits, how he um, conquered the nations that surrounded, after he secured the peace within the land of Israel, he then subdued the nations that surrounded it, made them vassals to his kingdom. And all of this was meant to build and establish <clears throat> a secure and uh, a secure kingdom that can last and be handed on to the next generation. At this point, David is still tying up some loose ends <clears throat> and he remembers the promise that he made to Saul and to Jonathan that he would not, that he would take care of the family and make sure that the family of Saul would not be wiped out forever. So uh, David made that promise to Jonathan, to Yonatan several times. He made the promise to Shaul, to Saul as well. And here we go, Vayomer David, <coughs> and David said, Hachi yesh od. Is there anyone else, Asher notar levei Shaul, that is left over of the house of, of Shaul, the house of Saul? Remember the the uh, one who took over um, Ishbosheth <coughs> um, uh, was uh, was assassinated, and most of the sons of Saul were killed in battle. So, who is there? Anyone left? The essay Mochesed. If there is one left, I will do kindness to him, Ba'avurya on a son, because of Jonathan. It's interesting that he says here because of Jonathan. The commentaries uh, make a point to state that uh, he'd made the promise to Saul as well. So he, why did he not say Ba'avur Shaul? Um, however, presumably that promise that he made to Saul, he made because of his love for Jonathan. And that's why he promised Saul that he would never let that family get uh, wiped out. And remember Michal, who was still David's wife, that Saul's daughter, uh, was, did not have children. So it's possible that David either recognized until at, at this point that she was barren or... The way some understood it, she didn't have children because he no longer was uh, willing to uh, sleep with her because of uh, what she had, um, the arguments that they had over his dancing several chapters ago. So um, so David saw that, uh, that he wouldn't be able to build the house of Saul through her, so now he needs to find um, <clears throat> another way. Some Is there anyone else left? So Ulevet Shaul Eved, there was a servant that was a servant in the house of Saul. Servant here meaning he was a servant of the king. He was probably a high-ranking person in the um, in the uh, royal house of Saul. Ushmot Siva. His name was Siva. lo el David. They called him to David. They said because if anyone would know, <coughs> it would be him. Vayomer Hamelach When he came to the king, the king said to him, Ha'atot Siva, are you? And he said, yes, I am your servant. And the king said, Is there anyone else left to the house of Saul? If there is, I will do a kindness uh, for God with him. And a kindness for God because he made a promise. And keeping a promise is, is a important obligation. And Siva said to the king, Ode Bain Leona son There is a son to Yehonatan, and he is a cripple. 
we read about him before that what, when his when his maid uh, was running with him when he was a child, uh, she slipped and and he fell and became crippled since then. Um, so there is a son left. And the king said to him, Where is he? And Siva said to the king, He is in staying in the house of Machir ben Amiel. This is a person who lives uh, across the Jordan and Avar Yardin, um, a person who's going to come up later, a prominent figure there, who is apparently a... a um, Still a, uh, uh, you know, he was a supporter of Saul's household, and he took uh, in uh, Saul's grandson, uh, and he lit in Lo Devar. That's where he is. That's his location, is Lo Devar. Um, the, um, <coughs> David sent for him, the king. And they took him from the house of Machir ben Amiel in Lo Devar. They took him and brought him to David's uh, palace. And his name, Mephiboshet, came. Ben Yehonatan, the son of Yehonatan, Ben Shaul, El David, the son of Yehonatan, the son of Saul, they brought him to David. He fell on his face before him. In other words, he bowed to him. And he bowed down. And David said, Most likely, his name was really not Mephibosheth, it was probably Mephibaal, right? As we saw before, Ishbosheth, his uncle, right, um, <coughs> was really Ishbaal. But, so, uh, but they would change the name from Baal, which was the name of the Canaanite god, to Bosheth. Shame, because it's a shame to be associated with the Baal. Vayomer Hinei said, Behold, here I am your servant. Vayomer lo David. And David said to him, of course, David senses right away. Of course, he's going to be afraid, afraid that David might want to execute him as a potential contender for the throne, which is often what happens in, uh, in successions like this. When one monarchy takes over and wipes out the one that preceded it, However, David assured him, Altira, do not be afraid. Ki aso chesed. I am going to do with you kindness. Ba'avur Yonatan avicha because of Yonatan, your father. Vahashivosilo. And I will give, Vahashivosilacha, and I will give back to you. As kol sedeisha All of the fields that belonged to Saul, your, your grandfather. <coughs> now, this is important because usually uh, the, the succeeding king will take over the property that belonged to the previous one. Over here, David had apparently been holding it in order to give to Saul's descendant. <coughs> and you shall eat bread on my table all the time. So not only do you have those fields to support yourself financially, you can eat in my home, you can eat at the royal table. So David is now giving him the ability to... Um, to uh, be a member of the court and also have a tremendous wealth, all of this land. And he bowed down. Um, and he said, Who is your servant? Who am I? That you have turned to this <coughs> this dead dog like me. In other words, what's more worthless than, a, than the carcass of a dog? Uh, can't be eaten, can't be used, skin can't be used. It's not like, what's the point? You know, I'm, I'm a nothing. I'm a nobody. Um, <coughs> why, why are you treating me so kindly? 
We don't have a recorded an answer for this because um, David has already explained that he was doing this in honor of the promise that he made to his father. The king called out to Tziva, the uh, Na'ar Sha'ol, who was the Na'ar, the young man in Saul's court, the Na'ar, uh, uh, before he was called the Eva, the servant of Saul, here is being called the Na'ar, which is a little bit more of an admirable um, term, Na'ar meaning one of Saul's men. And he said to him, Everything that belonged to Saul and to his household, I have now given to the son of your master. Right? Meaning the descendant of Saul, your master. And I want you to now work for him that land. You, your sons, and your servants. And uh, you shall bring, you know, <clears throat> bounty and profit from this land, so that the descendant of your master Saul should eat bread from this field, he'll have what to eat. And the, the grandson of your master Saul, he can always eat at my table. And Siva had Sarbonim, fifteen sons, Avodim, and twenty servants. So Siva was apparently a pretty big guy, even beforehand. It's hard to know whether Siva was happy about this arrangement or not so happy. Uh, Siva is now being tasked with this job, um, and apparently he had an estate of his own with all these sons and servants before. But now he has this job. And Siva said to the king, Everything that my master commands his servant, so shall your servant do. And Mifiboshet will eat at my table like one of the king's sons. Mifiboshet had a young son, his name was Micha. So here is the great-grandson of Saul is now uh, here. So the, continue, the line will continue. And all of the members of the household of Tziva were now servants to Mephibosheth. So he was once a servant to the house of Saul, and he's still a servant to the house of Saul. While Mephibosheth had all of this property, which presumably was in the... Um, uh, area where Saul lived in Giva, Mephibosheth himself lived in the capital Jerusalem, ki al shulchan hamelach tamidu ochel, because he always ate at the table of the king, v'hu piseach shteiraglov, and he was um, lame in both of his feet, so he must have had to get around with some sort of assistance, uh, either from people or some kind of assistant device, and this is the end. Concludes this chapter. As we see David fulfilling his promise to Saul's family, and we see how he fulfills this promise. So, um, this uh, uh, concludes uh, this chapter. Uh, next chapter will take a very significant, different kind of turn, which we will um, uh, hopefully study soon together. Thank you so much for studying chapter 9. Looking forward to studying chapter 10 together, and of course, looking forward to studying the entire book of Samuel together.